0: Hi, I'm Rob Saunders. Welcome to today's session. The first topic for today's session is your plans for me. And so our verse comes from those very famous words in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts and plans I have for you declares the Lord. He's making a declaration. My plans for you. Isn't that great? Isn't, isn't that what you want to know? You know, I travel the world, and people want to know what what is his plan for me? what is his plan and purpose for me. But listen to him; he says right here, "I know what they are. They're plans for your well-being, for your shalom, and not for your well-being and peace and provision, and your uh, going straight, and not for calamity. And my plans for you will give you a future." and a sure hope. Isn't that great? So, let me put it my way. This is what I say to myself to remind myself. I dare to believe in your plans. You might could say that with me. Lord, I dare to believe in your plans. You have made your plans for me wonderful. Nothing less. Isn't that encouraging? Those plans also include from Isaiah 45:3, I want you to know my plans. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden in the hidden wealth of secret places. Wow. You know, I start off every day wondering where God's blessing, keeping power, guarding power, favor, the reflection of his face upon mine. Where, where is that going to lead me today? And look, look, isn't that a great promise? He says, I, the plans I have for you include hidden wealth in secret places. So how do you find them? Well, you're gonna have to look for them, aren't you? But you're gonna have to trust that his plans are for you. That's the first thing. Right now, as I said, I'm thinking about his plans and treasures that he has for my life. I want you to know something. If you dare to believe, they're limitless. Without measure. When God does things, if we'll just let him do them his way, he blesses us without consideration of how much blessing he's able to get. He just blesses and blesses and blesses. We want to receive those blessings this day, don't we? It changed my life when I realized how much care and concern God had for my future. So why should I be the one wrestling around and trying to force things to happen? Since His His cares for me are so much greater than what I could care for myself, why wouldn't I trust Him? Well, that makes things so much simpler <laughs> to believe His plans for me are good. Wow. Well, now, I say that as a man that's been through plenty of hardships. You know, you might look at me and say, well, Rob, you smile too much. You must not have had any problems in your life. Well, <laughs> oh, it's exactly the opposite. It's the problems, the hits, the hardships, the unexpected calamities that have, in my, that have taken place in my life that caused me to... Just seek the Lord more. Find His, His will and way through them all. And then I found out the end of His plans are very good for me. I'm living proof. The second part of the lesson in today's session is respond and receive. You know the wonderful thing about Jesus. He is the only one that can see, can look at you and see what you could be. Others look at you and see what they think you are, but the Lord looks at you and knows what you could be. Wow, what's an example of that, you might ask? Well, I think most of you from Sunday school have heard, if you've been to Sunday school, about Zacchaeus the little man there was a little man that lived that went up the tree the sycamore tree my kids can still quote that well there Zacchaeus was talking about responding and receiving (coughs) his only response was he wanted to see what Jesus he wanted to see Jesus but he didn't want to be seen so he's up in a sycamore tree and the Lord comes and he says to him you all know the story he's a skeptic I say I was like that. I was the skeptic hiding in a tree. I wanted to see, but I didn't want to be seen. That's the way a lot of us treat the Lord. We want to see what might happen, but we don't want to have to agree we're going to do that or be a part of that. But there it was, just like I said. The Lord looked at Zacchaeus And he had a divine plan for him. And he had a plan that Zacchaeus would have to respond to. He looked at Zacchaeus, looked up and said, come down, I must have lunch at your house today. (laughs) Here's the chief tax collector, the biggest crook in the Jordan River Valley, the one that steals from all All that he knows, all that passes his way, he overcharges them taxes. But the Lord looking at him had a different plan. Isn't that wonderful? It's the same for everybody listening to my voice. (laughs) Zacchaeus was about to receive the blessing of the Lord. I just conclude I don't want to finish the whole story. That's for your homework but I just want to conclude by saying when the Lord calls us, when he says, come down from your tree, we need to respond and receive all that he has for us. The next point for today is shout out to me. Wow. What do I mean by that? Well, this has to do with the story of the blind man, blind Bartimaeus. And the point is how willing he was to get the Lord's attention, which we are so often not willing to do. We just want to ponder and figure out our way. So Jesus was coming on his way to Jericho to just see inside of Jericho one person. And as he was coming into the city gates of Jericho, a blind man, Bartimaeus started screaming and shouting. He shouted out, Lord, son of David, help. And everybody told him to shut up. But he just cried out that much louder. And so the Lord, hearing this commotion, stopped it and said, bring that man to me. Now, this is one of the great lines in the Bible and so they're bringing Bartimaeus to Jesus. Now he was stumbling over him, you know, I mean he they had to keep his feet up off the ground across rocks and people and he gets to Jesus and Jesus looks at him and you know Jesus, it's obvious. It's obvious. What is obvious? It's obvious that he's blind. Everyone could see that. But what's so amazing is Jesus says to Bartimaeus, what do you wish me to do for you? Now, I was speaking to a group of 30 or 40 Russian pastors in St. Petersburg. I remember this. It was in a circle, and I was in the middle of the circle encouraging these pastors. And I, I started telling this story by just the power of the Spirit. <clears throat> and I said, do you realize... That God said to man, what do you wish me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? Do you know that he says that to each of us in a different way? If I would have been Bartimaeus, I know what I would have said. Obviously, the Lord already knew he was blind. So I would have said, listen, I've been blind a long time. I need some money. I'd appreciate a house. You're saying, well, this is, that's that's the wrong attitude.' No, it's not. That's what I would have said. I would have said, I sure would like to find a wife at some point pretty soon. And then, of course, please, heal my eyes. I need to see. But you knew that before I got here. But, of course, that's the way I see the story, looking back at it, right? But I want you to know. Know this. Those pastors looked at me like I had lost my mind. It was just too big a thought. But the Bible says that Jesus said to that dear man, what do you want? What do you wish? It's, It's just as fairly translated. What do you wish me to do for you? Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that the kind of heavenly father and savior that we have? But instead, we just trip along and lack and disappointment in God because we don't think he's willing to pay attention to us so we don't ask. I hope and pray that your attitude about asking the Lord for what you need will change today. I've so enjoyed sharing today's episode with you. To learn so much more about true happiness, our coaching programs, and our video courses, please join me at wealthcoachcoach.com. Look forward to talking to you soon.